Hey everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It's your host, Sam, back with another episode. Excited as usual. I definitely miss recording. It's been, ooh, two weeks since I've recorded an episode. Don't regret it. (laughs) I took some time for myself as I kind of just explore different things and come to terms with different things and celebrated another year, another, you know, um, glorious time around the sun. Um, and I'm so grateful to be 33. I'm so grateful to be here, to be blessed, to be, um, just who I am and where I'm at. I'm just, I'm very thankful. I'm very grateful to be alive and well and thriving. And, um, I've been heavy on the gratitude, heavy on the gratitude, gratitude, and just being humbled. And in this episode, I wanted to talk about just giving yourself credit, um, I wanted to talk about this because this is something that I'm wrestling with, something that I'm trying to work on, something that I'm trying to um, accept. (laughs) It may sound funny because, you know, the thought that comes to mind is like, oh, knowing your worth, your value, all that sort of stuff. But this is different. This is more of looking at your receipts um, when it comes to the growth that you've had, the work that you've done. Um, you know, your own personal journey and how you viewed and extracted and made the best out of it. Um, I did a vacation, a solo vacation. Um, and for those of you who listened in 2020, I took one as well too, but those were for different reasons. This one was for my birthday and it was all about me and just doing whatever I wanted to do and being wherever I wanted to be. And um, mainly a conversation with God and just being able to allow him in being open, being, um, available for him. Um, simply because I felt like, you know, handling things on your day to day is one thing, but it's so important, especially when you're trying to navigate life to extract yourself from your familiarity, like the places that you find comfort in the places, places that are normal to you, um, to really do some soul searching. And the reason for that is because, There are memories and energies associated with these different spaces that it's hard to see. It's hard to truly deep dive and connect if you don't remove yourself. And so I wanted to do that strategically because I felt like I had been doing the work at home, if you will, or at work or wherever, but being able to enjoy life is something that I missed because I felt like I wasn't exactly sure what that looked like. You know, that, that is a fear. That is a jump to explore things. And it's funny because some people may say like, oh, well, Sam, you've been alone before you, you know, I've driven to Atlanta nine and a half hours, 10 hours by myself there and back. Um, But choosing to do a vacation that was all about me was something that I had never really considered before. And I almost like forced myself to do. Um, and I really want to do it because I want to sit with myself. I wanted to, to be dating myself, like enjoying myself and having conversations with myself uninterrupted. So that way I could see myself differently, you know, and just get clarification. So one of the things that I participated in, um, in the last couple of weeks or the last week or so has been, you know, um, meditation, meditation, specifically geared towards being intentional with my time um, 
and more certainly more so with um being still like being as still as possible because i noticed that for some people it's very almost like a reactive to fill up the space fill up the time now that is dangerous it is extremely dangerous because when you are in a state of vulnerability or in a state of just trying to navigate life from a different perspective um the best thing you can do is be by yourself. But I will say from experience, it's extremely hard to because you don't know what to do. Um, I just finished reading Tabitha Brown's book um, because that's her business. And um, it was very interesting. She had a gr- so many great takeaways. So, so It was really about, like, it felt like I personally knew her um, and just her like fight to be ambitious and fight to be you know, where she wanted to be, including 23 years, took her 23 years to get to this space that we see her today. Um, but one of the things she said was that if you can't ask yourself, like, what do you like to do and have at least five responses, um, your, your response is, I don't know, you have some work to do. And I was definitely in that space where I just, I couldn't pinpoint it, put pin, pin point it, um, And so I I set out kind of like on this like discovery mode of like, let me pinpoint it, let me figure it out. And so I had to boil down to like the basics, like what do I like to wear? What is my favorite color? Um, Where do I like to be? And so starting there kind of led to other ideas. Now, this is something that I definitely want to do and share with you all in my toolkit, because I feel like as I'm working on the website, which honestly has taken a back burner because... I have so many visions, but I'm, I guarantee you it'll be up, um, hopefully by this weekend. Um, but anyways, so, um, yeah, it was this, I want to do this toolkit where I'll be able to be able to have questions you should ask yourself and should be able to answer, um, you know, experiences you should consider, um, just ways to like, you know, enjoy yourself. Now I have a, um, a former friend, Um, she has her own Instagram and website called date yourself girl. And it's really enlightening because she, she, she has a blog. She's also an actress and, um, it just talks about her experience with dating herself and that sort of stuff. And I think, you know, I don't want to say that being a partner to yourself is a swap out of a partner. I don't want to say that because I don't think it entirely is the case because there is, there is value to having a partner. Um, if that's something that you want to do, but the relationship with yourself should be the foundation of everything, you know, where anyone or anything else that interacts with it has no chance in hell of disturbing the foundation. They can, like Tabitha said, they can knock down the house, you know, they can burn it down to the ground, but that foundation is still solid and you can still build back up. And so that's really what the journey was about is that foundation. And I realized so many great things about myself and, you know, um, um, I definitely want to create something that can be expansive and collaborative to be able to offer to everyone, because I feel like it's such a beautiful experience. I think everyone should be able to work on that foundation in their own way, in their own time, um, and give ourselves the same priority we give others. You know, especially when it comes to spending time or making decisions or creating new opportunities to be able to 
um, explore ourselves or enjoy things that you know others like to do, I think we should do the same thing. I think we should be disruptive with it sometimes too, especially if we're hesitant or we're questioning or we're kind of um, you know unsure about what we want to do. We should just do it. And a lot of my experiences with that um, came up <laughs> this previous weekend um, simply because I found myself just kind of being hesitant, like second guessing, because it was it was really about just exploring myself again. Like, who is she? What is she like? What does she like about herself? There was a lot of positive self-talk, a lot of like just wandering thoughts, a lot of vulnerability, a lot of, you know openness and, you know, that was there. And I saw, um, such a great response to those who I interacted with that it was, it was so encouraging. It's like, they could tell that I was on this, this moment and as still, and as secluded as I was to myself and really didn't seek anyone else. I, people were attracted to me in such a great positive way and not a leech kind of way, more like a, Hey, I'll, you know, help you up until this point. And after that, I got my own life and I probably never interact with you again. And I knew it was God's way of sending people in my space, in my area to just lift me through. Now, I had this conversation with God while I was there of just trying to understand more than anything else. Like I'm at this place in life where I'm trying to trust myself again, trust the decisions that I've made. And so the first thing you do is like, you think of how did I get here? No, that's not the way to go. I'll tell you from experience. I think the better way to look at it is what are my qualifications? What's my experience? You know, what's my history? What is my access to um, being able to deal or overcome with this particular situation? And when you start to go down the list of like, ooh, either it can be one one extreme to the other, it could be, or you know, in the middle of, you know what, I've actually never been through this before. <laughs> this is my first time. So I'm trying something new. I'm adopting something new. I'm trying to make it my own. I'm trying to make it make sense. Um, and then you can give yourself some grace and kind of say like, hold on, hold on. Did you just tell me that you've never done this before? You're a newbie? What happens whenever you go to a new restaurant or a new, to a new place or have a new activity? They're, they give you the rundown. They give you the instructions. Um, so the chances of you, you know, creating a disaster or not you missing your mark um, are high, but that's okay. It's, it's a part of the chance. It's part of the trying. It's part of the showing up. That's fine. Now, when you're repeating yourself, Mm, that's a different story. And that's something that I've had to come to terms with, but from a certain, a, a particular, you know, uh, perspective, not completely dead on. Um, but <clears throat> the other thing is the other end of the spectrum is, okay, do I have any experience or any credit? Yeah, actually I do. It may not be directly like apples to apples, but when it comes to overcoming or putting in the work or being serious about what it is, I feel I need to do for myself um, or, you know, keeping my head afloat and always making sure my foundation is solid. I've done those things and I will continue to do those things. Um, so that's one of those things that I really had to, to come to this moment. And it hit me relatively quickly, um, definitely in the time span that I was there. But I remember having this conversation when I was going out to get some food and I was just like, you know, God, I, you know, I am trying to seek just 
understanding and I'm trying to gather and make sure that, um, you know, I am where I need to be and this is the right thing for me. And I have your blessing and your guidance with me. And, you know, I was just, I just put that out there. And so the next day as I was meditating, um, I got a, a guardian angel came and kind of in, definitely interrupted me, not even kind of, she interrupted me and she said, Hey, um, I'm sorry to interrupt you because <laughs> she definitely was. Um, she said, can I pray for you? And she asked me like, what are you here for? Like, what brings you here today? And it was such a natural experience. It wasn't like the woman was like super holy. Now, don't get me wrong. For those of you who are highly religious, amen to you. Sam is definitely not extremely religious, um, but I'm definitely spiritual. And I know if you've been listening for a while now, you've heard that of my relationship with God is, is very strong. Um, it doesn't necessarily resonate in a church, but it, it is very strong. Um, but yeah, so I knew at that moment when she approached me in such a calm, neutral manner that it was him. And he was just saying, I want to sit with you for a second. And so she, I told her, I say, Hey, I just want to be seen. You know, I just want God to hear me. And she prayed with me and it was such a beautiful prayer. And it was, it was joyful and uplifting and positive and encouraging and supportive. And I thanked her and I was like, you know, I know that God sent you here right now at this moment. And I just want to say thank you because I needed that. I think the challenge is when you are in prayer and you are in this process of trying to figure yourself out, it can get very easy to feel, to question your faith because faith is a belief in something that's not necessarily tangible. Um, you know, having hope is the same thing of like, I can't see it, but I can feel it. And sometimes you need those moments where even though it's not a direct hug or a direct, you know, like, yes, this is from Father God, like his voice <laughs> um, himself, it's enough for you to say, I got it. I got my affirmation. I'm good to go. So as you dive deeper into your own journey and giving yourself credit, especially after that moment that I had and that lady walked away, I never seen her ever again in my life. And I knew she had one job and one job only. And this is a reminder to me that there have been many guardian angels who showed up in my life at pivotal moments that I, you know, will never interact with again. But the messaging that they gave me is huge one of a kind. Like I can count them. I can vividly remember these interactions, you know, when I had my, my breakdown and, um, I was in the hospital or, you know, waiting for my sister, just trying to find her and a woman who was there, um, who just so happened to be there the same time I was there and was able to get out. Well, not get out, but her loved one was able to be, um, you know, taken care of and, and before me, um, she saw me and she's like, Whoa, what are you, what's going on? Because she could just tell. And I told her, you know, what happened and I didn't know what was going on. And, you know, she's like, take down my number. You know, I know you're going to be here. I have to go home, but I'll be back later. I'll bring you food because I know they're going to close the, you know, the food courts. And I couldn't think about food at that time. I could not possibly think about food. And that night she brought me McDonald's and 
never saw her again. And I needed her because my sister was in surgery or just had surgery. My mom was taking care of my my um, uncle who had was in a really bad accident where he was hit by a car. Um, the friend of mine, you know, who was my right hand, she got into an accident as well too. She was okay, but it wasn't her vehicle. And so she was dealing with all of that. And so she was very fragile, very supportive. She still helped us out, but you know, she had her own thing. So my, my circle was shot, you know, more or less my circle was shot. And God was like, let's keep you afloat. Let's keep you afloat. I want you to not feel like I don't see you. And I'm so grateful for that because that has definitely helped me feel more at ease with my life and where it's headed and what's going on with it. Um, because I am trying to be better and do better. And it's scary. It's completely scary when you're having a growth spurt, you know, because you just don't know what's around the corner or when you're going to stop growing or how much more you have to grow or um, what it's going to look like after you've done it. Um, Now, the credit part, which is the main theme I want to just really spend some time on, is the fact that I started to look at my experience. I've been in therapy for a very long time, probably since 2015 maybe 2014 even, probably sooner than that, to be honest with you. I mean, I can maybe even go back as far as like 2013 or 2014, probably. Um, So we're talking about almost 10 years. Um, And it's been such a love affair with doing this. And I have put all of my fears, all of my insecurities on the table, not to be judged, but to be acknowledged with myself, with therapy, with my friends, my family, I have taken major risks. I have avoided major risks. Um, I have worked on my body, on my health. I have um, come back from many episodes of depression, um, going way back from when I was younger and a suicide attempt. Um, I have really done a lot to protect myself, whether it be the amount of partners that I've had, the types of relationships that I've had, the respect level that I've given those relationships, um, the anonymity that I, God forgive me in that word. Um, but you know, the idea of just keeping the privacy and the sacredness of these different relationships as I push myself to become more accessible in a vulnerable space, like everything in me. Um, I have really done a lot of work to avoid some of the, what I would feel could be predictable outcomes. Being that I come from an alcoholic, you know, trauma is very real. Verbal abuse is very real. Um, I've made it my business to manage my alcohol usage, um, be mindful of my words, you know, find better, more effective ways to communicate. I have picked up a relationship or I have nurtured a relationship with God when I didn't come from a very religious background. Um, I have chosen to keep myself healthy. Um, not only just, you know, with what I eat, but what I do, 
what I consume, and I've refined that over and over and over again. Um, I have been the strongest person in the room almost too many times in places that I didn't, I wanted to run and hide. Um, I have led teams. I've spoken up for people that I really cared about. I've stood up to one of the biggest bullies in my life, my mom. I have taught many people how to fight for themselves. I have been a woman of my word. I have done a lot of great things. And whenever I get to a place where things are uncertain or things are questionable or things are frustrating or things are unpredictable, I genuinely forget my track record. I forget all of the the glorious range of things that I've done to get to this place and get to this point. And I lose sight of the impact that has been on myself. And I think, you know, sometimes we do that because the negative thing seems greater. It seems louder. It seems more and more dangerous. It seems like the fear factor behind it is the is the is the the main focus and we're not always present when we should be because of the simple fact that we deserve to view ourselves differently now giving yourself credit is different than bragging i want to be very clear giving yourself credit is different than bragging bragging is is related to the ego so speaking from the ego meaning we are counting, we are acknowledging awards, accolades, which are external validation. We are looking to impress, looking to show up, looking to compete with others um, or to design a, basically design a viewpoint that signals or says that we are greater than what we actually are. What I'm referring to as far as credit goes is that I put in work behind the scenes because not because anybody was asking, not because anybody expected that from me, but because I knew I needed to do those things or I chose to do those things in hopes to lessen my chances at being a disappointment to myself because when you come from a certain environment that the outcome is very slim to none. And what I mean by that is being a functional citizen who is giving back to society is positive in their mindset is, you know, caring and compassionate and all of these things. It's very challenging to find that person when you haven't necessarily done the work and you haven't you know, attempted to take care of your yourself mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically. Um, and so there are just some things that you have to, to either start to do or look back on your life and recognize the effort that you put in, the attempts that you've done. You may not have completed everything. Don't get me wrong. There's plenty of things that I started that I didn't finish, but they led me to a different ending. So for instance, when I started school, my initial 
um, degree was in music education. Who the hell did I think I was? When I had to take jazz, I still think, I still think about it to this day. Like I still think about, you know, Dizzy Gillespie and all these people that I learned through this jazz course, but by God, I did not, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Um, you know, then, then transferring into journalism where I was going out every Friday night, at least. Um, and I was interacting with people from a local news, um, news, not news, um, radio station down here. And I remember we got to the point where, you know, they would see us every weekend or see me at least every weekend. And so we were familiar with each other. So we interact, we would talk to each other. And I just remember like pitching myself, like, Hey, I'm studying journalism. I would really love to be on the radio station. And I was able to get somebody to vouch for me. And that was a, that was an opportunity that I was going to take. I ultimately did not want to pursue it, but you know, I had shot my shot, you know, following that up with, um, switching to interior design. It's funny because all of these moments where I was attempting to do something and there are many of them that, you know, wouldn't necessarily count as a final product. It's more of, oh, these were attempts or these were efforts made towards, they really designed my skill, my, you know, my tenacity towards it, my understanding of it, because I've already been dipping my feet into this. And we're talking about 2008, 2009 of when I was kind of in this space of just trying to figure out what my career would look like, you know, now and, you know, shifting gears to all of these things, ultimately to drop school in its in entirety, because I just felt like it just didn't fit into my life and shifting to something that I wouldn't say it was more safer because it definitely wasn't, but something that was to keep my head afloat because I didn't have the financial freedom when I was, you know, um, in school. You know, I was going to school Tuesdays and Thursdays and then working every other day. And by Tuesday and Thursday, I mean like four, sometimes five classes each day on the Tuesday and the Thursday all day. And I would have nights where I would close and then open the next day. You know, I was working my butt off, but I was on a mission to keep myself together, keep myself, you know, independent. I've been wanting to move out on my own, wanting to buy a house for years and I've been working on my sense of discipline associated with that and my timing with that. I can't tell you how many times that I've I've applied, I've got pre-qualified, I've run my credit, I have looked at homes, I've visited homes. I've done it so many times I can't even tell you. So I practice that. So the day that my day, when my day comes, I guarantee you I will be prepared. I think it's really important for us to pay attention to the moments that are not necessarily complete counted, excuse me, as a complete try or a completed, you know, task to, to just give ourselves some credit and say, Hey, you've tried it. At least you've attempted it. At least you may have not, you know, went all the way and it may have not gone in your favor, but you've been there before you've shown up for it. You know, the times where I was trying to get my second degree, my master's, and I was failing. I had a mental breakdown you know, I needed tutoring. I did whatever I could, but I yes, as, as resourceful as I was, it wasn't enough to to open that leg of the journey. But I did complete it. Eventually, I did complete it, and I did it all by myself that second time. It was just me. Even though I wanted to outsource stuff, I wanted to look at other options. It was all me, and I would complain. But it just shows me that the 
the effort, you know, when I was in jobs where I wasn't treated fairly, I wasn't acknowledged, I was treated like secondhand help, to be honest with you. I mean, I've witnessed racism in the workplace. I've experienced it. I've lived with it. I've code switched. I have attempted to attempted to make other people more comfortable, but I've also absorbed so much from an unlikely source who has taught me how to present myself more eloquently and more more knowledgeable, you know, how I choose to interact with you all is a choice. It's not because I have no choice. It's it's definitely a choice. I enjoy that I have range within my skill set and within my approach to leadership. And I owe it to all of the people who have led me and taught me different things in life. Um, I'm grateful for my, you know, everything in me is such a valuable space for me. It's a place where I'm honest with you guys, where I'm vulnerable with you guys, where I give you my viewpoint um, of just my life and its entirety. And being a woman, um, being someone who is always trying to overachieve at certain points, um, who's really trying to find herself and just, you know, polish that, 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 you know, that, um, foundation, the best that I can rebuild in certain areas. There's a lot of ongoing projects. Um, but it's clear that I do have some progress and do have some passions that have come up, including interior design, you know, knowing that today I didn't install, I didn't get to do it exactly how I wanted to, but I know I'll get there. But just the feedback that I got that just resonated and just gave me affirmation that, yes, that's where you're supposed to be. Don't give that up. It means something to me because these are pieces of me that sometimes I can be hesitant about because the fear of judgment or, um, you know, second guessing myself. There's uh, many, many things that I kind of navigate through when I'm exploring a Hmm. When I'm exploring what's considered right now a hobby. Um, but I've spoken major things into existence and I wanted to acknowledge how they've all, you know, or how a lot of them have come together, whether it be starting a mentorship group that has, we're now in our third cohort that I started in 2019 and being able to mentor business women um, our female founders on just business, business in general, um, building a network of people, not only, you know, just in my backyard, but beyond, you know, meeting with women from West Germany, who are trying to solve the same problem or London, who's on the same page and potentially collaborating on something grander that's international. Who would have thunk? <laughs> um, you know, but there were many attempts of just gathering people together. I remember in high school and even in middle school that I would do these parties, like right out of, right when we got out of school, I'm like, everybody just come to my house. We're going to go in the pool. We're going to listen to music. We're going to this, we're going to that. I was gathering people, you know, whether it be putting on a party or I can't even tell y'all how for one of my sexy 17th birthday, I threw a party and on the invitation, I put the wrong address 
and people could not figure out how to get to the party. And I wasn't answering my phone because I was at the party. It was just so much going on. But all of these mishaps, these mistakes, these all of these like spirals, um, they build character. They build perseverance. They build direction. They refine and starve distractions. And they showcase and show up in different places that I would have never thought how valuable that would be to organize. I'm still doing that to this day where I'm organizing different things for different people and connecting people and, and becoming um, someone that others can extract information that's beneficial and, and vice versa, you know, to really be able to say to myself, hey, you have a goal, you know, you want to create a certain environment and you have to be the light for that definitely requires me pulling from my Rolodex, (laughs) pulling from my experience, looking at my cheat sheet of life experience to be able to say, hey, what are some of the things I need to do or should be doing differently to create a better outcome? And, you know, by the grace of God, I've been able to be flexible, you know, with life. And that includes going with its ebb and flow. You know, there are still some challenges that I'm trying to unlock, but I'm focusing on giving myself credit, giving myself great grace, almost treating myself like an external person in order to be able to accept that from myself. It's very hard because I've been very hard on myself for so many years to be able to say, you deserve to have a night off. I can tell somebody that in a heartbeat. I can pull it out so easily and I can name why and I can go into that. But for myself, I have to convince myself sometimes. I have to say it out loud. Like, you know what? You are going to eat first because right now you want to knock out X, Y, and Z. And it is such a mind fuck, okay, to be in that state of mind where you're always producing, always getting stuff done. And I can't pinpoint what it stems from because I'm not a, I am a perfectionist, but I know nothing's perfect. I know no one is perfect. I understand that, but I'm still working on my boundaries and my limitations and the expectations that I have for myself, refining all of those things. So that way I can be happier with my choices and my outcomes because to give, if I start a to-do list, honey, it'll go on for pages and pages and pages. But one thing I will tell you if I revisit that to-do list within a week or two weeks, everything will be done. Every, maybe one or two things will be missing or still in, you know, in action, but everything will be done. And that's something I'm grateful for because if I speak it into existence, nine times out of 10, it's going to happen. That's something I know about myself because I've studied myself and good, bad, ugly, that's how it's been. And so, you know, as I kind of go through my life and my choices and the jobs that I've had and the relationships that I've had, um, just even knowing the friendships that I had that have been so near and dear to my heart where I've given it my all, I have been completely supportive and they've drifted apart because I just felt more secure with failure and more secure with God's direction versus our direction. Um, I've come to terms with the fact that seasons are real. (laughs) Seasons are very real people. 
and they're there for a reason. I've also come to the terms to the fact with the fact that there are some people in my life who have rocked with me through thick and thin, and I'm just so I don't know. I'm so elated and so taken back and so appreciative of the amount of time that they give me and effort and care that they show me because I've said to you guys this said this to you guys before, but coming from parents who weren't accessible emotionally, um, there's only so much you can give yourself. You can give yourself your the world in theory, but it feels different when someone else sees you and says, I know what you need because either they've needed it or someone you know, that they've known has needed it and they saw the value that it gave them. And, you know, it's, it's definitely something that's a learned skill. It's not for everybody. It's not easy to tap into. You don't always get it right. But, um, emotionally having people that can uplift you and guide you and, and, you know, be delicate with your heart or be stern with their direction or their wordage of what God has asked for you to be doing um, is so impactful. And I'm so grateful for my circle and my friendships that have lasted or the friendships I've just started that are still very meaningful and still learning and, and developing because there's beauty in the beginning as well too. And so I'm just really grateful for those pieces of me and I'm grateful for all of the failures and the things that have just blew up in my face. Oh my gosh, I can't I can't go down the list of things I've just completely uh, blown up in my face where I've known that I'm just forcing it, forcing it, forcing it, forcing it. And of course it's not going to go right. Of course, everything's going to be, the day is going to go to shit. Like everything is not working. Everything's not making sense. There's been, day, been days where I've gone out to like do errands and I could just feel like there's bad juju and I really should just stay in the house. But I'm like, no, no, no. It's a great day. I should get out. I should do X, Y, and Z. And left and right, left and right. The universe was like, nope, 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 nope. I, those days I literally go home and I would just lay in bed because not that I'm running away from it, but because I have to recognize whenever there is low, low tide and there is nothing to give, you know, and a lot of times if you think about it, can this wait till tomorrow? Technically, yes. Do you want it to? No. But can it? Yes. And that's kind of how I make my decisions a lot of the times when it comes to my to-do list that's never ending. But I also have to give myself credit where I've gotten so much done, even with the energy that I have or the time that I've had or the focus that I've had or the resources that I've had. We're not running ourselves dry. We are not burning ourselves out. We are not going to be the one that damages our foundation for the sake that we don't see the value in it. You know, we can, we can go up from here. We can definitely go up from here. Um, we can expand, we can grow from here, but we shouldn't just scratch the whole thing. Thank you guys for listening. I deeply appreciate it. It definitely makes me feel good to know that I have this space and I've created this space and, you know, we're going on almost three years in January. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, 
stay tuned for so much more from everything in me. I definitely want to interact with you all more. And I definitely want to create a space in this life where you all can interact with me. I want to do a retreat, putting it out there. I want to do a retreat with some lucky individuals. And by lucky, I mean, because God has chosen you, you know, it's going to be limited. It won't be a larger group because I just don't feel like there's as much value. And, um, I can't wait to just walk in my path and learn a lot more and share that and receive some knowledge on how to do things better, how to do things efficiently or how to do things from a more loving way. And I can't wait to share and transpire that with you all. Until my next episode.